Welcome, friend, to my discipleship podcast. This is Brian Chu. I pray that you will grow in your faith and have a closer walk with God. Enjoy today's message. All right, number three. This is a good one. This is when God really hit me. In the NSAB version, it says, Then the Lord God took the man, put him in the Garden of Eden to cultivate. Everybody say, cultivate. A man of God must be able to cultivate his wife and his children. Cultivate means to bring out the very best in everything around you, to maximize the potential in everything around you. Adam was put in the garden so he can cultivate the ground to make things grow. Now, if you know anything about farming, I grew up in New York, I know very little. But a seed is just a seed tomato seed or whatever you want to. But if you don't put it in the right soil, it's not going to grow. And it's not the seed's fault. So, man, in your wife and in your children, they're like seeds full of potential. So you got to cultivate it with your words. you got to water it, fertilize it, dig up the dirt. Everybody say cultivate. The Bible says death and life are in the power of your tongue. Start speaking life over your family. A real man encourages and helps and develops his wife's gifts. That's why you'll see in a very short time that I've been able over the years to help cultivate Melissa in her gift to preach and to present. And you'll see because she's actually better than me. A real man improves his wife, will even send her to school and pay for it. It's another translation. It says, the Lord God, the old King James Version. Anybody still a King James person? The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden to dress it. Everybody say, dress it. Man, you should get excited when your wife wants to go out and buy new clothes. (laughs) Women say Amen. Get excited when your wife wants to look good. What is that, happy wife, happy life? Is that because nothing rhymes with husband? Be happy when she wants to get her hair done or nails or buy new clothes. Don't you want your wife to look hot? You see, if you cultivate and dress your own garden, man, you won't be looking at somebody else's garden ever. I pursued Melissa for a year, and she rejected But I remember in that one year, like if she wanted something like ice cream, I would, boop, let's go. I was going for it, man. No budget. And then when we got married, I remember we went shopping for one of the first times, and I don't know if we're at Super Target, and she's putting like all these Briars ice cream in. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, let's put some of those back. I don't know if that's in the budget. Then she wanted to get her nails done. I was like, how much is that? I don't know if that's in the budget. I want to get my hair done. But before we got married, everything was in the budget. Do you remember the time we got the mattress? I remember, it was probably like seven years. Melissa wanted to get this new mattress. And I was like, well, the mattress we have is pretty good. I'm fine. And we went to the store. Tempur-Pedic. All I know is over two thousand dollars. So it's all the only thing I saw. Two thousand plus. 
And she's laying on it. And she's like, oh, check this out. I laid down. I was like, oh, it's okay. So I went to the other one. It was like $500. I was like, honey, look at this. This is great. This is awesome. And she laid down. I was like, mm, no. And I was like, honey, this one's 500 This one's 2000 plus. You know, Look at what we could do with all that extra money. So finally she said, honey, my back is hurting a little bit. Don't you want me to have a good night's sleep? This is our our place of intimacy. So the life cultivate your wife. And I said, okay, well, if I get this, it's, it's 2000 plus. My wife's going to have a good back, good night's sleep. We'll have more intimacy. So we got the mattress, and thankfully it was on sale. I think less. They brought it to her. It's great. Happy wife. The intimacy part is good. We'll talk about that. All right. So, man, if you're not happy with your wife, stop complaining. Stop looking at other women and start cultivating your wife. You know, after today, give her the credit card. The outlet mall's not too far. Bring out the best and maximize the potential. The next thing God said, he said, watch the garden. Guard the garden. Men, we were created to protect our wives. In general, men are physically stronger, more muscular. For Reach over and grab your husband's arm right there. You see how they instantly flex up? You didn't even have to tell them to flex. <laughs> God gave you those muscles to protect, not to abuse. That's why it's an abomination that a man would physically abuse his wife or have incest with his children. See, the word abuse comes from two words. It's abnormal use. Give you those muscles for a reason, not to abuse your wife. A woman should feel safe. A daughter should feel safe in the presence of her father. A young man should feel safe and not she went. Return home safe and not pregnant. A real man should open the door for a lady. They're weak. Your wife. <laughs> when the kind of fast, I want to know where was Adam? Why wasn't he protected? Where was he? And then remember, she, we don't know if it was an apple or a banana or a kiwi, who knows? Actually, nothing happened when she ate it. It wasn't till the man ate some. Then God said, hey, what happened? Do as most men do. He didn't take responsibility. He said, it was the woman. It was her. It was the woman that you gave me. Man, we need to take responsibility in our house. Maybe you're in debt. My wife didn't spend all this money, but you let her do that. The last one here, and then you can come up here, honey. Who did God give the command to, to not eat from the one tree, the man or the woman? 
Give it to the man. The next thing here, men, we need to know this word of God and be able to teach it to your family. What I find, I've been in ministry for over 25 years, most women know the Bible better than their husbands. Now, should a wife know the Bible? Yeah, she should read the Bible and understand the Bible. But the men, you also should be a student of the word and in your own family, lead the family Bible study. Now, sometimes my wife will teach, sometimes our children will teach, but I facilitate it. I put up a schedule. Wednesdays is worship. Monday, kids, you lead the worship. We'll talk more about that tomorrow, some specifics. But I am the champion, the, the coach or the leader in our home when it comes to spiritual things. I remember we went to a marriage conference about six or seven years ago, and it was a very intimate setting, kind of like this. And I remember the pastor said something. I'll be honest, I wasn't paying attention because it was during the playoffs of baseball. I kept checking my app. Being honest, the Yankees were in the playoffs. And, but he said something that caught my attention. I said, honey, what did he say? She said, I don't know. So I started paying attention a little more. I put my phone down, and he said something, and I was like, that is totally against the Bible. I said, did you hear what he said? And she's like, I don't know. What did he say? So then he said it again. So I finally... I raised my hand, and Melissa started shrinking down. Oh, my gosh, what's my Asian husband going to say? And this is a room of ministers also. So there's about 10 couples. I think half of them were ministers or pastors. So I finally raised my hand. I said, could you repeat what you said? And he repeated it again. I said, actually, the Bible says this. The Bible says this. What you're saying is incorrect. So finally, another man stood up. He said, oh, yeah. He goes, this. So I went to him after, and I, I said, hey, I want to apologize that I interrupted your session. I said, but what you're teaching in that one specific part, everything else was good. What you taught in that one specific part does not line up with the scriptures. Then he said, well, you're, you're right. He said, what I was teaching was uh, something that we do in our house, a preference. Like, you ever go to some people's houses and you have to take your shoes off? We're like a no-shoe family. You come, you take, take your shoes off. Somehow, so you could just walk in with your shoes on. It's just a preference, okay? So you guys come to my house, take off your shoes, please. So he said, yeah, this is something we do in our house. It's a preference. So I said, you know what, but that's okay if you want to share your preference, like taking your shoes off or not. But you can't teach that, that like that's the Bible because you've got a lot of people here that now are confused thinking that there's no head in the home. Oh, I just told on that. So, man, you need to be able to teach this word into your family. I remember one of our family Bible studies, I said, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit for a while. And I said to Melissa and my three girls, I said, what's the Bible say about my daughter Bella? She's almost 12. She raised her hand. Jesus said, it's better I go away. It's to your advantage because I'm going to send the Holy Spirit to live inside of you, you on a regular basis. So I got all proud, and I said, Bella, that is amazing. I said, did you learn that from me? And she said, no. I said, did you learn that in church? She said, no. I said, where did you learn that? She goes, Daddy. Because I tell my kids, you know, it's part of your routine, like brushing your teeth, Picking up your dirty clothes is read your Bible on a regular.
So in closing here, I want to give my wife enough time to be a real man. You walk in God's presence. You work, be a provider, become. You cultivate the atmosphere of your home so your wife and your children could grow. Your family from harm. Number five, you know the word of God and you can teach it. Was this okay? Did you learn anything? I'm going to ask questions later. Just lift up your hands like a real man or woman. Father, I just pray for my friends. Lord, the deposit you've made in me that I've now given to them, that they would know and understand what it means to be a man of God. So, Lord, if there's any men in this room that maybe they're one or two or three things, they're falling short, but they would be able to repent and move forward and learn and take responsibility. Lord, even in my own life, there's things I'm still working on, on how to be a better cultivator in my, my home. So, Lord, help me, help every man here, help every family here to grow in you and to know kingdom principles for themselves and for their families. In Jesus' name, everyone said amen. Thank you, friend, for listening to my podcast today. Make sure to connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and you can get ministry updates and more of my discipleship resources. Have a great day.